0: Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. See, sometimes we think our problems are too big when the real issue is our praise is too small.
1: Listening to Treasure Truth with Pastor and Author James Ward Jr., Senior Pastor of the Christ Bible Church in Chicago. I'm Steve Hiller. Glad you're with us today as we continue to look at what do you do when your back is up against the wall. And Pastor, as you uh, so rightly pointed out just a moment ago, when we get our eyes off of our problem onto Christ and we recognize Him for who He is, our praise does get a lot bigger. It helps us, you know, understand truly that God is able to handle whatever we're facing.
2: Yeah. You know, sometimes uh, we have to do a comparison, Steve. Um, we have to say, uh, we look at our situation and uh, I say, okay, I'm 65 years old. Uh, what if God gives me another 10 years? What if those are years where I'm sick? Um, and then let's say I die at 75. But in comparison to eternity, Hmm. What is that? Yeah, you see what I'm saying, and I'm yeah. not. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to say you know it. It doesn't matter, and get over it. And I'm not trying to say that. I'm saying that sometimes we need to look at it. I, I was uh, uh, doing a homegoing service, and she had been married for sixty-two years. I believe wow. it was. Yes. And uh, he had died the year before she died. So I said, you know, when you think about it, they were married for 62 years, uh, but they only been apart one year, Hmm. you know. And so, yes, uh, you know, it's difficult to deal with. And, man, nobody wants to go through it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, But whenever you begin to look at all that God has done, and we focus in on those blessings that we have. I like what Peter says. He says, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has begotten us again into a lively hope. He says, bless God. Praise him. Why? For the car? For the cash? For the crib? No. He said, praise him for our salvation. Yeah. See what he did? I mean, they're going through persecution in First Peter. Yeah. And so, I mean, extreme persecution. Most theologians believe it's Neronian persecution, but he says, "Hey, I'm thanking God for salvation. I'm saved." Yeah, and so there's always something that we can thank God for. Uh, I don't have shoes. I thank Him. I have feet. Yeah, you know, and so yeah, it, you know, First Thessalonians five eighteen. In everything, not for everything, but in the midst of everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God, in Christ Jesus, concerning you. Giving him
1: the glory. I, I so appreciate the fact that you said in light of whatever we may be facing right now, it is so small in light of eternity. When we uh, feel absolutely overwhelmed to know that it's just for a short season, as long as that may be, in light of eternity, it is just for a short season. I think that's such a helpful thing. So thanks for reminding us of that. Right now, we're going to uh, open our Bibles to 2nd Chronicles chapter 20 and continue the message when your back is up against the wall. Here is Pastor Ford.
0: 1799, Napoleon was running through Europe. He was conquering everybody and everything. He had his eyes set on Austria. That small country, but that prosperous country. He wanted their resources and to enslave their artisans and craftsmen. He wanted to take some of them and take them back to France and take away their language and their culture and allow them uh, to become French Austrians. And uh, so he gathered together around and surrounded that country, uh, had 18,000 troops. Uh, They had about 5,000 men in totality, uh, not all of them fighting men. It was Easter Sunday morning, and Napoleon and his army was prepared for attack. When one pastor in the midst of the fear, in the midst of the turmoil said, you know what, this is Easter Sunday, and you know what we do here in Austria on Easter Sunday? We celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And so I'm encouraging us all, all over Austria, to go to church today, and to worship and praise the lord and to ring our bells uh, like we do every Resurrection Sunday. And it began to catch on, and people began to worship. As they were worshiping in their churches, they began to ring the bells. And the bells were ringing all over Austria. Well, when Napoleon and his army heard the bells, they thought that they had joined forces with the Spanish or somebody like that. And now they were ringing the bells in proclamation of anticipation of beating uh, Napoleon and his soldiers, and so uh, Napoleon's soldiers broke ranks and fled. Austria was spared, not because they had a superior army, not because they had superior weaponry, but because when their backs were against the wall, they decided that they were going to praise God anyhow mm mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. See, they went from crisis to conquest because they praised God anyhow. They went from victims to victors because they praised God anyhow. That, that they understood uh, that praise will turn fear into faith. That praise will turn trying into trusting. That praise will turn sighing into singing. That praise will turn doubting into dancing. That praise will turn worry into worship. I know you ain't going to pray with me but I'm already fired up so I'm going to praise him all by myself I'm going to preach to me today because I'm already preaching myself happy yeah so so you just sit there and watch me because I'm going to act a fool today yeah yeah I'm gonna give him some glory I came to praise his name I don't know what you came to do but I came to praise the Lord I came to jump and shout I came to give my dance yeah oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> yeah cause you know what praise can do praise can turn a jailhouse into a church house if you don't believe me you just asked Paul and Silas. They were locked up and they began to praise God and, and the prison bars were open and they were set free because praise can turn a jailhouse into a church house. Praise can turn a waterway into a freeway. Don't believe me, ask Moses. They were against the Red Sea and he lifted up the rod and it became a freeway. Yeah, praise can turn a little boy's Happy Meal Lunch into a taste of Chicago. Yeah, that's what what praise can do you don't believe me ask Jesus he blessed God yeah and then broke it and God multiplied it praise can turn a rock into a rushing river uh, because God says strike the rock and over two million thirsty people uh had their thirst quenched I guess he's the real thirst quencher yeah praise is going to turn a choir into a conquering army that's what praise can do as a matter of fact Psalm 22 verse 3 says this God inhabits the praises of his people I looked up that word inhabits and let me tell you what it means let me find it here I wrote it down I didn't want to forget it listen to it you say what does God do God wants his manifested presence to be here right now uh, but he's not gonna show up until he knows we want him to be there And so the Bible says that as God's people begin to praise Him, uh, He begins to demonstrate His manifested presence. In other words, it literally means to dwell, to remain, to establish, to haunt. To lurk, to remain, to settle down, to tarry. I like the New King James. You know what it says? That God is enthroned in the praises of his people. That is, if you want God to come and show up sometime, sometimes you can't pout it out, sometimes you gotta shout it out. If God dwells in the midst of the praises of his people, I'm wondering why some of you ain't praising. Hmm. yeah in other words god loves an atmosphere that's charged with praising him eh, any praisers in the house in other words praise is the vehicle that brings the manifested presence of God. So then here's the attitude that should have been of everyone that came in here. Psalm 100 verse 4, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. See sometimes we think our problems are too big when the real issue is our praise is too small. Yeah, sometimes our pray see we need to understand, praise is a weapon. Now in this chapter, you know what praise is going to do? Praise infuses with energy, praise refuses the emergency, praise diffuses the envy, and praise confuses the enemy. Go ahead, Pastor Ford, yeah. preach boy, I'm doing the best I can. Yeah, that's it, infuses us with energy. Refuses the emergency. Diffuses the envy. Why? Because they, look, look, ain't know, you say you being jealous cause somebody else prays. And, and, and you know, don't 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 get upset because you don't know how to do the dance. You know, it's it, it's it's like ain't that right, baby? Like everywhere we go, you know, Christians are doing the wobble baby wobble, and we sit there and watch because we don't know how. But we ain't hating on nobody. What we doing, baby? We got us a little uh, 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 DVD. And so we uh so so a couple of times a week we get in there and we say, okay, move to the left, move to the right, baby wobble baby babba, baby babba, wabba babba, You know, right? Yeah, and we said, now 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 we're gonna wait till we get it down and put our own moves on it. And whenever we put our own moves on it, then we gonna break out. And we're gonna, you know, they're gonna be doing like, you know, wabba, and we gonna boom, wabba babba, wabba baba wabba, Yeah. <ượngcciones> We're gonna break it down. And the problem is, too many are hitchhiking on somebody else's praise. Man, you need to praise him. Yeah, and if that's all you can do is just hitchhike off of somebody else, then go ahead, you look over, they raise their hand, hey. They stand up, hallelujah, hallelujah. I I like what one one man said. He said, too many people worship their work, work at their play, and play at their worship. Man. See, 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 some people act like they're allergic to praise. So we need to praise him. We need to praise him up in here, up in here. See, you ought to praise God, even if you don't know a piano key from a house key you need to praise god if you don't know a guitar string from a shoestring you still need to praise god if you can't tell the difference between a major chord and an extension chord you still need to praise god if you don't know the difference between a french horn and a car horn you still need to praise the lord you ought to sing praises to god even if you think that the sopranos is a cable tv show
1: You're listening to Treasure Truth with Pastor Ford, and we're going to get back to this message when your back is up against the wall in just one moment. Well, our study of Second Chronicles chapter 20 has been kind of a longer series, and if you've missed one of the broadcasts, you can always go back and listen online. Come to our website. It's treasuretruthradio.org. You can stream the programs through your computer or mobile device. You can download MP3s or even order copies of this broadcast on CD. You'll find those links as well as an opportunity to begin podcasting this program when you come to treasuredtruthradio.org. Let's get back to the message. Once again, here is Pastor Ford.
0: Now notice in our text, because we have seen uh, three things so far in this text when your back is against the wall. So here's the first thing. We saw that you have to focus on the person of God. Uh, Then we saw uh, that you have to, secondly, have fervency in prayer to God. Then last week, we looked at the fact that we need to have faith in the promises of God. Here's what we're going to look at today. You have to fixate on praise to God. So here's what they're doing in 2 Chronicles 20 when their back is against the wall. They just start praising it. They just start going crazy and so notice what happens here's the first thing that we need to do and if, if we're going to fixate on praise to god we have to have the preparation for fixating on god you say what do you mean preparation look at what's happening in the text verse 12b here's what it says but our eyes are upon you our eyes are upon god wait a minute see see here's the preparation You know the song goes like this here uh uh let me forget about myself concentrate on him and worship him see that's what you got to do you got to realize that there's preparation okay okay i gotta get you with me because you you yeah you ain't always been saved like me right uh, 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 now, I ain't talking about the ones who still going to the parties, but, but, but before when I would go to a party and you would go to a party, wouldn't you do this? You get off on Friday. The eagle flies. And so you, you cash your check and then you head to, well, we had state liquor stores in Pittsburgh, so you, you couldn't go to Jewel and get some liquor, you know, and so you head to the state store, you know, get your wine because I was a wine and a reefer man, you know. And so you get your you get your joint, you roll them up. Now, you gonna come from work, you know, and you done worked all week. Now, it's time to party. So what do you do? Now, the party, I, I, I'm a house party generation person, you know, we had house parties. So you're getting ready to go to one, you know. And so I, I come home and say, you going to party night? Yeah, you going, okay, well, get ready, baby, because we're going to break out of here. But now it's around about 6 o'clock, getting a little something to eat, you know, smoking reefer all the time, getting ready, get my head back. And I lay my clothes out, I'm getting prepared, I'm getting ready, you know, whatever the dance is I put on the box and tune up a little bit because I know, you know, I'm gonna try to get down a little bit. You know what I'm saying? What's everybody gonna be doing? I'm gonna be doing that too. You know, and it, it, well, I'm just getting ready, just getting ready, you know, and then now, you know, my head is bad. I got my clothes all laid out, getting ready to take my shower, then put my clothes on. Don't break out of the crib till about 11 o'clock because you don't want to be the first one at the party. But you done done everything to get ready for and this, this. If you did all of that to get ready for a party. And so here now, there's preparation. Now, what's it designed to do? Our eyes are on God. The first thing Jehoshaphat does is bring them into the presence of God. Now, why does he do that? Let me show you. This, this preparation is powerful. Uh, we have a shih tzu. Her name is Giselle, and she is definitely afraid of thunder and lightning. A storm sets her off. We have a, we have a fairly large house. We've got 13 rooms in this place. She runs around everywhere, but whenever she hears, blah, blah, boom, here she come, am I right? No matter where she is, we hear those little feet, she'd be beating feet to find one of us, and she'll come, and she'll lay down. Now, Tuesday, I believe it was Tuesday when there was a storm, uh, we were up and we were having devotion. It was about 5.30, quarter to six, six o'clock, somewhere around there. And so uh, the storm uh, hit. And here she comes. Here she comes. We're sitting on our altar, the couch. She comes and she looks at us, got those little puppy eyes, looks at us. Then she lays down. Then she looks her head down. My wife says about 10 minutes later, uh, 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 her sister lives with us, your mama, and um, (laughs) she says, man, Linda must have really been tired because, listen, we can hear her snoring down here. I said, that ain't her. She said, yes, it is. I said, no, 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 no. Listen now, that is not your sister. That's Giselle. Man, she I'm telling you, she was sleeping so deep, she was, she was snoring. And, and, and after she, didn't she do this? After she got done snoring, she go. Now the storm is still going. She's snoring. Why? Because she's in the presence of those that cause her to have peace. Because there's something in her dog theology that says they feed me, they clothe me, they care for me, they get me my shots, they got to be able to protect me when I'm afraid of the storm. I said if that dog has theology like that, I ought to praise him because he feeds me, he kills me, he cares for me, he guides me. He does everything for me. So when the storms of life begin to assail me, I run into the presence of the Lord. For he said, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I'm meek and lowly of heart. You shall find rest unto you. So in the midst of the storm, we got peace. Amen. Ain't he all right? Hey, you know what? Gonna turn me into one of them old Baptist preachers. Ain't he all right? Ain't he all right? Say yeah. Yeah. Say yeah. Oh, yeah. Say Jesus. Mmm yeah you say what will that do for us pastor ford i'm glad you asked let me tell you what it'll do for you what it did for isaiah that's why i like king james these other translations they'll leave words out because they have what's called dynamic equivalence Uh, let me tell you what that means we just want to get the thought that god gives but the bible says every word is inspired so here's what it says King Jimmy says in Isaiah 6, in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord. Most translations take out the also, and it takes away the power of the meaning. He says Uzziah. I don't know whether he knew Uzziah because of kinship or friendship, but they had a good relationship. And so now he's dead, and he said, in the year he died, I saw also that at the same time that he died, I went into the temple, I saw God. You see what he's saying? See, circumstances are like mattresses. If we are on top, we rest. If we are under them, we may suffocate. Yeah, yeah, here's what I'm trying to say. That their eyes were on God and their focus was on Him because they understood what we don't seem to understand. Can I tell you what I believe? That our answer is not going to come from the White House. That our answer is not going to come from the courthouse. That our answer is not going to come from the state house, That our answer is not going to come from the schoolhouse. That the only answer is going to come from the church house.
1: What a good reminder of where our answer comes from. You're listening to Treasure Truth with Pastor Ford, a message called When Your Back Is Up Against the Wall. The answer? Well, it's found in the person and the work of Jesus. Hope you know him. You know, maybe as you've been listening to Treasure Truth and listening to Pastor Ford's teaching for some time, you hear him talk about it's all about Jesus. You got to know Jesus, you got to cling to Jesus. You got to accept the forgiveness that He offers. You got to internalize that truth that He shares with us in His Word. If you're listening to that and you don't know Jesus, but you're intrigued, you'd like to know more, or you even recognize your need for Him, I hope that you'll contact us here at Treasured Truth. Better yet, call this toll-free number. Someone is there wanting to talk with you about beginning a relationship with Jesus. The number is one eight 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 Need Him. That's one eight 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 Need Him. We're able to bring you this teaching about Jesus each and every day, though, because of those who believe in this ministry and give financially towards Treasure Truth and Moody Radio. So if you're benefiting from listening, would you give a gift today? It really is your generosity that keeps this program on this station each day. Give by coming to treasuretruthradio.org and click on the link that says Make a Donation. Again, that's at treasuretruthradio.org. Thanks for doing that, and thanks to our producer, Amy Rios. For Pastor Ford, I'm Steve Hiller. Treasured Truth is a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute.